This episode of This Is Us Too is brought to you by MinuteWithMary.com. It's a great place to learn about new cosmetics or skincare, and it's through me. That's right, this girl Mary that's chilling out in your ear pods right now. I love to help people feel more confident and creative when it comes to makeup. And this month, the month of March, one of my best-selling products, my 40 Epic Mascara, is on discount for our podcast listeners. You can find out more by going to MinuteWithMary.com slash discount. My life has been full of next times. Things I always assumed I would get to eventually. But now I realize that I am running out of time to do them. losing my memory. No, Mom, I didn't have... No, no, hold on, let me finish, please. And I... I want to spend however many good years I have left, I want to spend it with my family. I want to try new things like walking on red carpets. I want to make up for all of my next times. I'm not gonna do that trial, Randall. And I really don't want to hear what either of you has to say about it because I have made the decision for myself. Well, Mom, whatever you want to do, that's what we'll do. It's a podcast dedicated to the show This Is Us on NBC, so sit back, relax, and let's all have a good cry. Hi everybody, how's it going? My name's Mary Larson. My name's Blake, and I am so proud of This Is Us. This Is Us has been on an absolute heater. It has been the the amount of good episodes that have been coming out of this show, regardless of all Popping the breaks. Left and right. Well, I mean I They're like, oh, man. political debates, Super Tuesdays, random State of the Union addresses that may or may not happen. What ifs? Yeah, right. <laughs> We're still gonna bring it. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Like I, you may think that your emotions may stall by having these random Tuesday nights where you're sitting at home saying, Who's this? Right. <laughs> <laughs> where's the where's the big three? <laughs> and uh yeah, no. The 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 amount of just awesomeness that's coming out of This Is Us right now is incredible. Agreed. It's it's incredible. I'm 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 stunned by it. And um you know, it's funny because I, I in years past I remember a lot of the episodes leading up to the finale being kind of duds. Yes. And or feeling that way at least. Yeah, well, sure. Um, you know, I I think um there have been moments in This Is Us time in previous seasons where you did, you kind of said, okay, I don't really know where we're going with this or, you know, it didn't, it didn't move us as, as often as, especially like This Is Us in earlier seasons had, or they had those really poignant episodes. And this season, this latter portion of this season, it is like, it really feels like a roller coaster ride. And we are just on that way down picking up speed and it's yeah. not stopping and your heart's beating in your chest and you're going wow I don't know where we're going and I think that that's my favorite part right now with This Is Us yep. is that I don't know where we're going and so many so many seasons before you knew what you knew what they were going to figure out yeah, and absolutely. the pieces now are really coming to place but it's been a fun ride nonetheless yes. um, I will say one of the most fun parts of watching this past episode is a joint story between Blake and I was the fact that there have been many a time where we're traveling or we're doing something <laughs> and I gently say to Blake, I don't think that's the way we're supposed to be going. So, of course, in this episode, Rebecca and Jack take the kids and they're on the subway and Jack's, you know, figuring out all the different maps and figuring out where he's going. And she gently says, I, I don't think that's that's right, sweetheart. And he's like, oh, no, we've got this. We've got this. And what is different than me and Rebecca 
as I would, I would think I would have stood up a bit more. Yeah, you would have, but you also would have done what Rebecca did, which I feel like was, okay, you want to do it? No problem. Go right ahead. No skin off my back, except and- then she doesn't get to go to her thing. <laughs> but, but she was right. And she just kind of like put it out there. And then Jack felt really, really bad. And this happened. <laughs> when is the most recent time that this happened? Oh, I don't remember. And, and even if I did, I don't think that I would, would say it. it. It's funny because like the, the it's gotten to a point now being married for so long that when this happens, when I know that I'm right and I know that Blake's wrong, but he's sticking it, he's sticking to it. I often let him find out he's wrong. And then I just go like this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and there are a few other times where like I do tell him I'm going to be right on this so if you want to find out that you're wrong if you want to go to Queens we can go to Queens or you can just really <laughs> trust me on this <laughs> so I don't know if any of you are in a relationship like that but both Blake and I had a really good laugh oh yeah I, I, I saw that happen <laughs> where she's like yeah you know we're going to Queens I said and I immediately turned to Mary I said been there yes been there done that alright yes. you ready to get into this episode yeah let's do it Well, this episode was entitled New York, New York, New York. And I really like this title because... Tell me why. Well, because there are three separate stories happening and they all focus around, oh. the, around the city of New York. Yeah, okay. And, you know, it's a kind of a play on the New York, New York, Frank Sinatra, the whole thing. But that's just two New Yorks. I, I, I know. And that's, that's why, why I was confused with that's three. That's why I like the three of them because it's a play on that, but it's not, it's, and it's not a direct reference to it. But okay. it serves all three stories, New York, New awesome. York, New York, which I really liked. The director, oh, the man who I want to direct my life was Ken Olin. Oh, yeah. And that man, that man's got some talent, ladies and gents. That man's got some talent and he, uh, he is fantastic. And he's directed, uh, I think the, ex- I think the, like the, the very, like, perfect number or or the very like accurate number is a cabillion episodes of this is us so we're we're along the we're along those lines here so <laughs> nothing not e- not even a not even a laugh not even a chuckle <laughs> not, uh, how to tell when the hosts aren't listening oh you got the sound clip uh, i did nice. i did nice. okay no problem <laughs> I'm not even going to go back to the joke. Don't, not even going to go listen back. listen to it. I'll listen to it on the podcast. No, you won't because you don't even listen to these I know, podcasts. I don't. I don't. I do. You know who I'm like, though? Who? Adam Driver. Adam Driver does not like to hear himself or see himself with the things that he's done. And this is really a poor choice of craft. If you're a podcast host or you're on television or you do performances, you really should be analyzing yourself. And I hate it. Yeah, right. I, I I get it. I get it. Well, Adam Driver, he's dreamy, so I don't know why he, can, he wouldn't want to look at himself, oof. especially in the Last Jedi when he's got his shirt off. Oh my god! Woo or boy, the, with the little like J Crew sweater in the Last Jedi that has the little rip. Oh my goodness! You're like that's what was underneath your uniform. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay, let's sorry. Get, just let's... I just had a Star Wars geek out moment for a second. All right, Same. and the writer was Julia Brownell. Uh, who has written uh, episodes like Katie Girls, Songbird Road Part 2, Flip a Coin, and obviously New York, New York, New yeah. York. I'm going to say that I, she... I'm not saying that my girl Kay has got to worry. Okay. She, she doesn't have to... She's not like... She, she's not in competition, or is she in competition? We're, we're on the cusp of competition. For what? Like Julia Brownell showing up with her with her mitt, she's ready to get on the field. Yeah, she's she's ready to play. Okay, but Kay, Kay is still on there. She's mm-hmm. still she's still the starter. So like, there Kay, if you're listening, I'm sorry, Julia. Julia's is, she's creeping up. She's slowly becoming my binky. Maybe they're like besties in the room. Maybe they're listening to this right they're not right now, and they're or, like, yes. Or maybe they're not besties, and we just made it really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> This is us too. Is mine. <laughs> Those two weirdos in their in their basement podcast studio. I love them more than you do. All right. So the lemonade readings. Are we gonna? 
Yes, absolutely. What do you got? What do you got for your lemonade? So I'm giving this episode a big old five. Five big old glasses of lemonade. Sign me up. Definitely an amazing episode. Um, And and often I said that there need to be like qualifications for it to be a five. It needs to make me cry. Mm -hmm. It did. Not until the very end, but it did. And Jack needs to be in it. Once again, he was in there at the very end. But it's not that I didn't love the entire episode. I think even without those two... Never mind. Without those two moments, it probably would have been a four point nine. Like within the, without the last like two minutes of the episode, mm-hmm. plus that dang preview. Oh, oh, the preview. Punch me in the gut. Preview. <laughs> All right. Five. So for me, I'm giving it a four nine. I might even say a four nine five, but I'm going to stick with four nine for right now. And the reason why I'm giving it a four nine it was is that this episode was a very complex emotional journey. Uh, mm-hmm. One that was wrapped up in a in a very like simple exterior. It 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 seems like it's just a, a plain old this is us story with you know cute little flashbacks. We're going and, on a little trip again. And we're doing this and yay yay. No no absolutely not. Julia that Brownell deep. she brought the heat on this one. Oh, and she brought I was, those nuts. I, yeah, those <laughs> so sweet many nuts. nuts. <laughs> Could you? S- I've been talking a lot I'm sorry, about what, what, Outlander, what, what about smell o vision, like how the what, nuts, those the, sweet nuts. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Jeffrey Hirsch, where'd you come from? Stop. Get out of here, Jeff. Go, go back to stars. Stop. Sorry. <laughs> oh, continue. They talked about those nuts so often and I started to drool. If you guys have been in New York, you know what I'm talking about. You walk by and you're like, oh, sweet baby Jesus. Is this a horse for you? Yeah, this is a horse. This is an absolute horse for me too. This this is this is where it's at. But I will say, I will say this. I will say the one thing that brought it down to a four nine for me okay, yeah. was the not the ending itself was great. Yes. But the ending takes away a, a tenth of a point. Yeah. It does. And it does because it undermines all of the great stuff that happened with Rebecca. Totally disagree. You think so? Yeah. I think it under the the stuff with with it Randall, adds validity to Randall for the entire episode. You're like, gosh, Randall, stop it! God, you used to be my favorite Pearson, and now you're not. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, oh, I I get it. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. I get it. I'm sorry. Do you need a hug? <laughs> like, no. and, and you needed that. And that's the that's the. That's the back and forth that I'm having with it, which is why it's only taking it a tenth of a point. Because you're literally sitting here in this episode being like, for the first couple of seasons, I hated Kevin and I loved Randall. And now I love Kevin and nope. I hate Randall. What's I've, going on? It, it, fact. Fact. I want, it, I want it stated. I've always been on Kevin's team. I've always been totally. hashtag team Kevin. Uh, yes. Always. So, no, no, I'm just saying. I'm just okay. saying. I, I've always loved Randall. All right. Brett, Randall and Beth, hashtag relationship goals. GBG. Okay, what do you have for your GBG? Okay, my great is how happy Rebecca is at this very moment. She's okay. finally been able to go back and see this painting. And just in general, her YOLO experience, mm-hmm. like she is just living it up. Carpe diem. I'm loving that Rebecca is choosing to savor these little moments right now. So good choice, Rebecca. My bad. Oh, I've got a couple of bads. Okay. Okay, just bear with me. Even though this is episode... This is, is a five, is and a you got five. a couple of bads? First off, why was Kate not invited? <laughs> She Kate said she didn't gets, want to go. She's going to be having FOMO. I tell you what, she is having FOMO. Well, the best friend is there. They're going to be fine. Molly, Which, it leads me to what think best that friend? The the, the Which, friend's coming. Oh no, I'm talking adult Kate. Kate wants. Why isn't oh, Kate at the premiere? Oh, okay. That's got what it, I'm got saying. It, got it, got like it, teenage it. Kate, whatever. Molly equals Mark. Okay, we all know it. who Molly is. Yep. Molly is Mark's climbing up that window. He's you coming think so? back. Oh, if not, then Molly is like not real. She's <laughs> who is this Molly? Anyway, it makes me think that something. Funky is going to happen. I know. Yeah. I think Molly means Mark. I think Mark's coming over. Okay. So I'm just upset that Kate wasn't in, wasn't there. I think she's having FOMO. Once again, this is a five, so this is why it's like a low thing. Um, but my actual bad is that here's Randall honestly depicting pure anxious people speaking for personal experience, trying to fix his mom, pretty much saying like, I could have a medical degree, you know, by the time I'm done, yep. like reading all this stuff for mom. When if you just put this much effort into his own healing and his own journey and maybe finding a place for him or heck, downloading an app. I love Headspace or Calm for anyone who's <laughs> dealing with anxiety. Those are my two favorites. Calm is winning right now because I love their sleep oh, stories. Oh, they also have ASMR. Hi. Hi. 
which people have suggested that I do. And I'm like, I don't know. I already had weird foot fetish people coming after me. I don't need <laughs> ASMR people coming after me, even though ASMR is a real thing. Um, you okay. should do therapy. Right and last now. but not least, everyone's up on this FaceTime and they're not asking Miguel his two cents. It's all about the big three and they're leaving out her husband. So those are my like nitpick bads. And my great was actually the the preview for next week. Um, because it was a one-two punch. Uh, that's like, a little bit of a cop-out. No, it's not. It's got to be related to this particular episode. You won't even let me finish. You're Sorry, putting you're... down my great... Sorry? I'm allowed to you enjoy what? you whatever are right. I want. <laughs> you are right. You, Thank you. You're right. You're going to have to do that five more times in this episode. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I met so, my quota. You know, it's like we get these moments where we, where we feel Randall's fear and we feel Randall's lifelong pain and you start to cry and you were like, oh my God, I'm using up all my Charmin and there's no freaking toilet paper in the stores anymore. <laughs> but it's okay because the episode's done and then they freaking want to punch you with that preview and Whoa. you're like, God, I need more Charmin. Mary's a little aggressive right Dude, now. <laughs> that preview got me. That preview got me, man. Oh, man. Everyone just jumped back from their radio. <laughs> and now they're like, what is the Charmin? For those of you who don't know, we talk about how in our family we don't really pay for tissues. We just use Way toilet paper. Cheap, yeah. Because Charmin's nice. So, um, but by the might... way, get get your all the all the Charmin shirt all the Charmin. at the uh, Mary and Blake store. Oh, <laughs> I, people won't be able to get real Charmin. They're just gonna have to get our t shirt. Yeah, you have to get the t shirt. Okay, then. so what's your GBGs? Hashtag all the Charmin. Uh, my GBGs, the good, uh, the use of butt munch. <laughs> the, I I know it's silly. I know it's ridiculous, but that just brought me back in my life. <sighs> To like when I was seven or eight, and I I used that word religiously, where it was just butt munch, butt much, butt much, and I thought that was great. It added a layer of um, texture to uh, to those kids when they're fighting. I like that you liked it so much that it is your good for this episode. It stand, it stood out. It stood out. Mm. Listen, I I can't help when things stand out. Okay, they come down from the gods and they stand out. That's what happens. Butt munch just happens to be what stood out okay. a lot in this episode. And it, it just, again, it just, it feels like this was written by someone who is our age. And they were like, yeah, we have to use this term. <laughs> and um, it, it, again, it added a layer of texture and those kids fighting over the middle seat and how nobody wants the middle seat. And they, they both, like Kevin and Randall got in on one side and like Kate was like, oh. You know, and she has to go back around the car, around the other side. We've all been there. That was a great shot. An absolute fantastic shot. The bad. Uh, at the end of the episode, when Randall does his whole thing where he's like, I swear to God, if you get in that, if you get, go in that house, I'm going to come get you myself. Jack stops oh. and he comes off the roof. And there's this shot as Jack is walking up to the kids and, and Rebecca mm-hmm. where the CG in the background is really bad. You know why, Blake? It's because really it bad. doesn't need to be good. This isn't the real thing. I, this I know. Is I'm just, just saying. His imagination. I'm just saying. They didn't want to spend the extra two grand to make the flames look really good. <laughs> oh my god, that's your bad. Then yes, this episode it is. deserves to be a five. That is the worst bad. Okay, first... now you're judging my bad. Yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> you judged what? my great. I could judge your bad. Shame. You're going to have to say you're sorry five times. No, I'm not. No, you're not going to do it. See, this, I told you, ladies and gentlemen, Mary never says sorry to me. She always <laughs> says sorry to everybody else. Everybody else. I said sorry when I was hit by a car. But you refuse to say sorry to me. And I, I, I don't sorry, understand. Sorry, Blake. Thank you, That Mary. you're so nitpicky. Thank you, Mary. About CGI. <laughs> about a scene that wasn't even real. I, I'm just saying. that's that, You fine. wanted a bad, I gave you a it's bad. Fine. That's that's the way that it works. Um, the great, though. The great. Julia is crying right now, saying that's what I lost a point one to. <laughs> wasn't even her fault. Wasn't even her friggin' fault. <laughs> um, for the, the great for me was the cold open. Uh, the cold open, just saying nothing. There's there's a young girl. You don't even know it's Rebecca. You don't know anything. You just see this girl staring. She's creepy. And it was a little creepy. It was a little Shining-esque, but it was really good. And especially how later on throughout the episode, you discover that it's actually Rebecca. And this is how she was. And the whole point of the episode roots itself back into this. It roots itself back into Rebecca being a little girl trying to figure out 
what this means, what the staring at this painting means, and how each of those three story threads are connected with that little girl. That, again, I I swear the writers listen to us because they know the things that just get my heart pumping, and that is one of them. When you see something in the beginning and it completely recontextualizes itself by the end. Oh, oh my God. That is, that's incredible. All right, time for the big three feedback. And we said... That's three. Big three? Big three! Oh, my God, the wee little ones. Oh, I love hearing their voices. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even... All right, this one comes from Donna. She says, uh, all the lemonades... Uh, uh, five of them uh, to be exact see Rebecca standing in front of that John Singer Sargent painting the portrait of Madame X just blew me away look at Donna laying down her art knowledge very significant meaning to why that picture was used in this episode Sargent did it as a study in opposition and weren't Kevin and Randall a study in opposition wow and even I would say I would suggest um uh, Rebecca is a study in opposition of herself, trying to figure mm. out who she is in this world without Jack, and where who she was as a mother uh, throughout this entire run. So, yeah, that's where I'm at with that. Denise Stewart says, "I actually got to watch it in real time and get to comment." Woo-hoo! All right, four point eight lemonades for this episode for me. The good was love how the show has been dealing with Rebecca dating after the loss of her person. I am struggling with this now. When is the right time? Do I tell the kids? How long is enough time? And I can see how each of my kids will have a different response when that time comes. Bad was the fight with Randall and Kevin. Although I'm glad that Kevin has finally stood up um, and said it was because of his success that Rebecca can have what she has. They always seem to write Kevin off as a joke of an actor. So happy finally stepped up that train. Great uh, was Rebecca's line about Pittsburgh. We put fries on our sandwiches. Yes, Rebecca, we do. Hold up. Is this like a real thing? (laughs) (laughs) We're Pittsburgh people. No, I love it. You love the idea. Well, they have the they have the cookies. We didn't we didn't do that though. We didn't eat sandwiches with fries in them when we were in Pittsburgh. No, we didn't. We, we apparently went to some we missed donut out. Shop. We, um, you know, we did get there. What we got um, the green McDonald's drink. Oh, the Shamrock Shake. Because we were in Pittsburgh the week of of uh, uh, yeah, St. Patrick's Day. That's right. That's so right. that's what we did instead. So we got a totally generic we went franchise to McDonald's. McDonald's Shamrock <laughs> Shake where you can get anywhere because i've never had one before and, and i was like I. why is this such a big deal so that's what blake and i did when we should have been getting a sandwich of fries oh yes. my goodness um so denise says this episode touched on so many feels for me rebecca saying she's tired of her life being full of next times i have finally grasped that in the last six months that next times may never happen live for the now says denise when she says she just wants to be there in the museum with kevin and randall i get it And when the boys are talking about if they thought about how different life would have been if Jack would have lived, I think this all the time after the loss of my dad. I miss him for my kids. They missed out on so much not having him here. And now my grandchildren will miss out on not having my husband here for their lives. Seeing the previews for next week has me feeling all kinds of ways. What any of us would give for even a moment to see how our lives would be if our loved ones who had passed away would still stay with us. Denise, you're bringing us to tears. Oh, Denise, she's she's bringing it. She uh, like I, we're fanning ourselves, like mm. legitimately fanning ourselves. Probably turn right off there. my heater too. <laughs> oh, wow, that was excellent stuff, Denise. Great stuff, great stuff. All right, this one comes from Mandy Lake. She says four point eight lemonades. Good. The use of oh, she agrees with me. The use of butt munch uh, had me cracking up and reliving my middle school years, as that was totally our name of choice when teasing friends. Spot. On the bad, Rebecca not going for the clinical trial. I understand that she wants to enjoy time with family, but I see Randall's point too. Great. Rebecca, finally getting to the Met to see the painting. I enjoyed this episode a lot, and I'm definitely looking forward to next week. And the other great, or the great is, Kevin finally standing up or stepping up and behaving like a responsible adult. My favorite line of the episode, when Randall asks Kevin, does he ever imagine what their lives would have been like? if Jack had survived the fire. And Kevin simply says, no. And I get it. Why dwell on something that did not happen? I've always been the realist in my family. I don't waste on time on what-if scenarios. Life is too short. Do you think of what-if scenarios? No, I don't. I do. As much as I want to be Kevin, I'm Randall. You are not Kevin at all. (laughs) Like... 
Not even close, bro. Like, <laughs> nope. Thanks, Flake. <laughs> you are Randall through and through. 100% Randall. If I could say 110% Randall, you'd be Randall. <laughs> oh my goodness. I want to be Kevin. Get out of here. Right. Randall probably wants to be Kevin. He probably wants to be like, Jolly Law, here we go. <laughs> no, I, and you know, well, so. Or that's know, how Kevin comes off to Randall. You know what I mean? Like, we know yes. that that is not Kevin, that Kevin is this delicious layered onion, like they say in Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> but really, to Randall, Randall just sees Kevin as like someone who's not really present, has this la da career, and just has lots of money and may not have many worries in the world. Mm-hmm. I see where Randall is coming from, and I see why he pushed the whole thing with his mother. Uh, especially as it relates to, um, what's it called there? Um, helping her and wanting to get the the test done and, and all of that stuff. I I see it, but man, you promised your brother that you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it, and it just shows you the kind of pain that uh, Randall is going through. So, Mary, you said you disagreed with me that the ending undermined all the stuff that happened with Rebecca that it took the focus off of Rebecca and put it back on Jack why do you disagree with me because believe it or not after digesting this episode like in the moment I'm all about like the Kevin and the Randall and figuring this stuff out but today my reflection was on Rebecca because we've been able to see throughout these seasons how the big three have dealt with their grief how for each of them, whether it was addictions or anxiety, mm-hmm. um, how they've dealt with it and how it still haunts them and how they think about their dad in different ways. Um, but I haven't really seen Rebecca's grief and I haven't seen how Rebecca's done it. And this is such a remarkable woman who lost her husband and who was right there next to Randall, mm-hmm. who could have also said, Jack, don't do it or else I will. She could have, she could be having these same thoughts that we don't know about. I mean, we already know that Kate blames herself because he went in to go get the dog. And now we know what Randall pictures and wishes he said every single day. Mm-hmm. And what did Rebecca think or wish or feel? We don't know. We haven't really been able to see that. And here she was also as a mother who had to provide for these kids, had to find a new home, had to stay strong, had to bury her husband, had to juggle having these teenagers on this burgeoning area of their life. With their own dramas going on. Yep, absolutely. And just keep it rolling. And we got to see a bit of Rebecca as new mom Rebecca have the issues like in the grocery store or that little clip of her screaming in the cabin. But we haven't seen how how Rebecca has dealt with it and the struggles that she has had with her grief. And it was just really interesting to be reminded um, of that while I digested this episode. Sure, and I think Rebecca suffers the plight of a lot of moms. Um, in in a way that she is always putting her kids first or trying to make sure that the family unit as a whole operates properly. Uh, and part of that is giving up on you, giving up on your your soul identity a, li- a little bit. And you know, I think in the first season especially, but the show has slowly come out of the Rebecca concerned wife. Rebecca concerned mom. She's become her own her own thing. She's become uh, uh, I think and as we've maintained or at least as I've maintained throughout this whole season, she has become the primary character of this is us. Absolutely. And there's there's the great moment when Jack is all kinds of <laughs> um he's all kinds of insecure. And she says, you know, Jack, come over here. Can we can we talk about this real quick? What's going on? Like, if you just let me do this, if you just if you just listen to these directions, we're gonna get back to New York. And she asks him, Why are you so upset? Like, what is happening right now? And that's why I'm saying that this is this is a complex journey uh, that we're we're going on in a in a what seems to be a very simple packaging, which mm-hmm. is this push and pull of Rebecca and Jack and how Jack seems to be the man and Rebecca seems to just 
let him do that. Like nothing highlighted that more than when Kevin said, see, I told you dad would fix it. Like dad, dad will take care of this. It's a total misjudgment of the situation. And it makes me think that we as viewers, especially early on, misjudged their relationship. Which, which, do, you think, do you think that we misjudged their relationship? And do you think I'm right in saying that this episode shows a lot more complexities, um, subtle complexities about Rebecca than we originally intended? Oh, well, I mean, that's it. We were saying, we've been saying all along that especially seasons one and two focus so heavily on Jack and Jack was really put on this pedestal. Um, we didn't get to really know Rebecca too awfully much aside from mom and we loved their relationship, but this is, you are completely right in my opinion. We, we have turned, turned the corner and we are about Rebecca and about understanding the complexities of this amazing woman through still the lens frequently of her relationship with Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the other thing too, I loved here is that Jack, even though this is kind of retconned in because we didn't have a whole ton of this, Jack's insecurity about her dad uh, saying, you know, that, like this is your dad's city, and I just really, wanna... I don't think it was retconned in at all. Well, we've no, had from it this sprinkled, yeah, like we've for... had all of this animosity between he and his dad or her dad. What I mean by that is, like this season, they've retconned this stuff, kind like th- this this kind of stuff in. Th- though I will say, I would disagree. Uh, well, I mean specifically about her dad, her family. He's had he has had ill feelings towards. Uh, and we knew that from the beginning, uh, especially from the Pilgrim Rick episode. We knew because, you know, they didn't they were trying to go and they were like, you know what? Screw it. We're not going to the Thanksgiving. We ain't doing it. I don't want to like I don't want to hear your brother talk about his job and this and that and all the money he's making. And she agreed with him. So uh, we know that there's tension with with Rebecca's family, obviously, but specifically with her dad uh, in th- in that lens. Uh, th- but regardless of whether or not I was Rick in, who cares? What matters most is Jack still feels really insecure, even all these years later. All these years later, uh, and he's looking at it from only his perspective. And I have to say, I am absolutely guilty of stuff like that, too. Where I look at things just from my perspective, where it would be like, no, like, <laughs> where I'd be like, oh, your dad, your dad's so perfect. Yeah, he took you to New York and yada yada, it's his city and blah, 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 blah. But my dad? No, no, but I'm just saying in, oh, okay. in, in that vein. And I, but I've done stuff. You've done similar things, oh, not about my dad, but, but similar about, about ex boyfriends. Yes, that and, is what you and, say all the time about oh, yeah, ex boyfriends. Ab- absolutely, I, I I can't stand any of them just because they're so freaking cool. It's like, <laughs> dude, stop being so cool. How can you be that cool that you roll your own cigarettes and you drive an you drive an antique oh motorcycle gosh. and go to bodegas and you have chest hair and the the hairline's perfect and. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> but Mary does for me what uh, uh, what Rebecca did for Jack, which is, yeah, uh, absolutely. Those things are all true. But what I can tell you, too, is that he was so out of control that he made my mother cry. And she had a four drink, mar- four martini breakfast and the whole thing. And yeah, there were all these great things, but you're not seeing the other side, Jack. And again, the emotional complexity there for Rebecca in the relationship between Jack and Rebecca is freaking awesome it is like also not fair to rebecca rebecca got the shaft in most of this episode in in what way teenage time but you know i honestly believe her where where she says no it's okay really i'm fine like i'm I'm yeah but that's like the mom fine no but i mean but i I genuinely because i'm happy you're all happy yes you know, and thankfully she gets her nuts and her little carriage ride and everything ends up being fine yep but I don't know. I mean, she's taking care of the kids and then making Jack feel better. It is what it is. I mean, it's real life, and that's one of the things that this show does so well. Uh, it'd be it's the dynamics between the show. I'm telling you, these these writers room people, they've got some some stuff they've worked on in therapy themselves to be able to like <laughs> pull these bits and understand it. It's 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 outstanding. Yeah. No. Oh, oh d- dare I say? Shout 
Can I shift gears for a couple of funny moments here? Of course, Okay, yeah. first and foremost, it took me until now to realize that Kevin loved the movie Home Alone 2, where the lead character's name was also Kevin. <laughs> Didn't pick that up. Nice. Um, also, for anyone who was like waiting for This Is Us to hurry up and come on, and it was a little late because some Ellen game show, something's going on. Did you get mad that the person didn't know who Sally Fields was? Oh my God, yes. That was upsetting. Oh my Th- goodness gracious. Was it wasn't even This Is Us, but it was real life. That didn't happened. even know Seth Rogen. Oh, didn't, didn't, no. No. Um, okay, I'm getting a little upset that Randall is the, like terrible at supporting Kevin when Kevin's been there for him. All the time. Absolutely. How can you forget him holding that sledgehammer, breaking down things at R&B properties, which, by the way... Mary still hasn't forgotten about that. I sure have not. Let me fan (laughs) myself off again. (laughs) Now, granted, Kevin was going through, uh, you know, some detox time in his life and just needed to do some things for himself. But Randall, like, really stinks. I mean, you see these, he goes and sees his play. Mm -hmm. And obviously, Kevin did a great job. He's proud of the work that he does as teenage Kevin. And Randall's just like, yeah, whatever, you know, you did it. Yep, and that's and that's Beth's great. just there, like, great job, man, giving you a big hug. Beth, can we give a solid? You know who needs an outstanding teenage Beth in this episode? Oh, okay. Dare I? Do you want me to play? Do it. Again? it. All right, absolutely. Goes on a road trip from Pittsburgh to New York City. Makes me want to with Randall and Rebecca. Oh. Do you know how much singing must have happened in that car? So much singing. Oh, God bless you, Beth Randall. Uh, Beth, <laughs> sorry. What was her maiden name? Oh, oh, God, it's going gonna, it's gonna to bother me. I can't remember it'll, now. It'll get to me. And then sitting through that awkward dinner with Randall and Kevin going at it. Oh, yeah. And, bless you, Beth. And, and you, you've brought up a great point because as much as this episode is about Rebecca and her struggles trying to figure out who she is and her own needs what she wants to do with herself um, and what she wants to do with her, with her identity. This episode is as much about Kevin and Randall and their identity as it relates to their mother and to each other. There has been this slowly simmering dynamic between these two. And it's not to say that it never went away. I actually, as a matter of fact, I think it's always been there. It's always been as great as they have been interacting with each other over the past number of seasons that that dynamic has been bubbling under the surface between them. And I think this is just one of those things that just brings it finally out. So, you know, you get this with some siblings, you really do. Sure. You get things that just stick you and you can't shake no matter how much time has passed. Mm-hmm. And then to add to it, you know, they had that friction even as kids. And then we have this whole like Kevin feels bad that he wasn't there during the fire and Randall blames him for not being at the fire and Randall then blames himself for not standing up and doing something about it. And then, of course, Kevin goes to New York. So it just added fuel to the sibling rivalry that has been there since, I don't know, day what? Not one. Well, well, maybe day ten. <laughs> I think why why this works so well and why the emotional uh, journey that we go through here is so um, deep and so complex is because any good television or any good film is about relationships obviously i've said that a million times but it's also about choices without choices without repercussions of those choices mm-hmm. where where is the drama there is no drama there and a choice has to be something that is both good on both sides and bad on both sides though that's a real choice rebecca has a choice the good is the good to go with her treatment is i'm going to get treated the bad is I'm going to be away from my family. And the good on the other side is I'm going to be with my family and I'm going to not I'm not going to let this stuff uh become who I am. I'm not going to let this get me down. This is going to be my choice. Both have valid options. And the same thing here goes with and and those those valid options are manifested in one side being Kevin and mm-hmm. one side being Randall. Both of them are right and both of them are wrong. That's why this dynamic between the two is so great. So when Randall, as it's just shown up on our screen over here, when Randall is sitting there staring at Kevin and Rebecca as they're on the walking red on the red carpet, like 
he's upset because oh my he's, god he's can jealous. we just take a moment rebecca in that purple dress oh my god i was like what do i need to do when i'm that old to look that good and then mm-hmm. i remembered mandy moore is 35 <laughs> if mandy moore is well let's be real she's real she's famous so she's gonna like well, be she able has to have nutrition and like and, all oh, the yeah. different work and everything but like that's not that's not how people will look no at that age no no chance because i really was i was looking at i'm like damn she looks so good at her age oh you know, she's like, the she's youngest person on this cast yes exactly <laughs> she's younger than the gentleman plays kevin she's younger than the gentleman plays randall like she literally is she's younger than Jack, everybody yeah that, she, yeah yep. she's younger than everybody yep so let, let me ask you, where do you stand on this argument, this choice uh, of between Randall and Kevin for Rebecca? Where do you- I mean, I don't think Rebecca should go. I think that Rebecca should soak up all the time that she can with her family. I think that being present, being in the middle of nowhere, St. Louis, doing this like clinical trial, Kevin's the only person who could afford to actually go and be there with her for great extensive periods of time she's gonna be missing out on so many milestones of baby jack jack mm-hmm. and you don't even know it's gonna work no i would not go yep i would tend to agree with you but again there's a valid argument on, on both sides and that's why i feel like this dynamic between the two is so specifically great mm-hmm. and there's so much emotionality in, invested in it because neither are wrong and neither are right and now Randall will always regret what if she could have tried this. Right. What difference would it have made in her life? Abso-freaking-lutely. Mary. And I did try, and I did say something, and I found something, and Kevin stopped me from being able to do it. Absolutely. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He spent his entire life wondering what would have happened if he just spoke up. You can see and hear all of the frustration and all of the control issues that Mm -hmm, he has. mm -hmm. He's finally got an opportunity to do something. He tries it and nothing happens. He gets rejected by his mom. Oh my God. And it's because... Uh, well, at least in his opinion, it's because of Kevin. So I don't think, because Kevin has gone through this whole process of like sobriety and trying to find himself, discover who he is. And I think he's at more, more at peace with who he, he is now than mm-hmm. Randall is. Uh, and because of that, he, I think Randall will see Kevin as the perpetrator. Yep. And that is the reason why they don't talk, because Randall is the one who does it. It's not Kevin being pissed off at Randall, and I don't. I think like Kevin would say, "Dude, like really, like you, you promised me you wouldn't do it. You did it anyway. Like, what are you doing? Why?" <laughs> I can't wait to see Miguel's reaction to this. You guys are planning all this, and none of you thought to talk to her husband. And <laughs> like, when was I going to find out? When she was already in St. Louis for three days, when you like stopped there on your way back from New York. <laughs> yep, yep. And and you could you could even see Kevin's regret when he says, "Yeah, hey, Randall, you know what? All this A plus treatment that Ooh, you want, it's yeah. getting paid for by me. me. I'm doing it." Not your councilman's pay. And you know that he was like holding that. He was, oh, Kevin yeah. handled himself very, very well. Yep. Yep. And then he had that. And so again, and you can't blame him. He's not right, but he ain't wrong either. You know, that comment is that's a dig. Yeah. That's a dig. And it's not one that Randall deserves because all he's trying to do is the best for his mom. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why this works. That's why this works. And I, oh man. But let me, let me ask you one thing about the preview for next week and how this okay. ends. Okay. Yep. The whole is what would happen if Jack didn't die thing. Doesn't that feel like to you what would happen in a penultimate episode for a series and not a season? No. No, really? Well, Jack's, we've had like pretend Jack a few times. We yeah, had but pretend have, Jack. But to have like a whole episode We don't dedicated. know if it's going to be a whole episode yeah. dedicated. Well, that's the way that it feels. Because it seems to be Well, I a think lot. you need to just like digest uh exactly and wait i didn't take it that way that the entire episode is going to be this like alternate universe Mm -hmm. i mean mm. i mean it'll be fun it'd also be a waste of time 
<laughs> yeah, but would it? I don't. I don't. How many more episodes are left? Uh, well, they two. Got, they got. Oh wait, no, no, no. I meant like for future seasons. Like, I don't really think I understand what you're saying. All right. Well, you're saying there's an alternate. There could be an alternate universe where no, Jack lives. No, I'm not. I'm actually not. You're not. No. Well, that's what it sounded like. No. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. No, I'm just saying if an entire episode is dedicated to like, what if Jack lived? Would this be what it was like? Yep. Then you're all just playing in Randall's world for a little bit. And to what point? You sure. know, we're trying to get more to the big three conflict. We're trying to get to Rebecca and her, her deteriorating health and figuring out the next steps. There we go from there. We're trying to figure out what happens to Kate mm-hmm. because why has she not been in the flash forwards? Like, I don't, it would be really fun. It would be a great experiment to hang out in this dream world mm-hmm. for one episode, but to what point? So I don't think it's going to be the entire episode. Right, absolutely. All right, uh, you got anything else you want to talk about this? No. Nope. All right, you ready for some in or out? Yes. Let's do it. What's it going to be, McFly? Are you in or out? All right, in or out on Simon and Garfunkel. In. Very in. I'm in on Simon and Garfunkel, too. I I, I quite enjoy that. Um, well, let's see. What else we got here? Uh, in or out on Roasted Nuts? In. Out, what? Out, out, Well, you out. don't digest nuts well because of all your Yes, I'm not allowed issues. to have them. I'm, I'm not a... <laughs> I'm not allowed to uh, uh, have nuts because of my car accident, which I only have... A, a third of my colon, if if that. So you're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You're welcome. Uh, in or out on subway systems? Right now, out. <laughs> Hashtag coronavirus. Out, out, well, out. I mean, but aside from that, aside from that. I actually hate subway systems. Can I tell you why? That's why I'm so asking hot. you. It's so hot. It's so hot. It's stinky. Oh, it's my God. Hot. It's you like, like Mary's like. Oh, my worst nightmare. Hell. Worst nightmare. Yes. And then you don't get cell service down there. And I get very, because I don't live in New York, I get nervous. Like, are the train stops different? Is there construction going on? What do I need to know? And I'm just panicking the Mm -hmm. entire time. Right, right. Uh, Let's see. What else we got here? Sorry, my computer is like kind of freezing, but not so... Do you want me to do it? Um, How do you feel about... Oh, yes. Yes. (laughs) In or out on mustard on pretzels? Yes. No. Oh, my God. I want a little, like, whole little cup of mustard. <laughs> oh, I'm out. I'm out on like, mustard. Why do you have so much food in here? I'm so hungry. I'm out on mustard. Mustard sucks. There was a point when Mary loved this one thing of mustard so much that she was eating the mustard seeds. And, like, I could hear them popping. Where were we? Those were so, was such good mustard. It was gross. It was gross. <laughs> mustard sucks. <laughs> like, it doesn't taste good. It's just, like... Ugh, like all I could think of is like bad McDonald's burgers. That's all I could think of when I think of mustard. I don't know. I'm out on mustard. All right, uh, in or out on carriage rides? Out unless it's in- what? Yep, I'm gonna tell you why. Why? If Horse it's poop? A- yep. Yeah. <laughs> I do still want to go on like a snowy carriage ride. I haven't done that, but. What you think is so romantic until the horse takes like three dumps while you're on this romantic ride. Now, mm-hmm. mind you, you're downwind, like you're behind it. And granted, classy carriage rides have a little bucket, like a butt bucket to catch <laughs> all the poo. That means that just stays there. The smell stays yes! with the butt bucket. Yes! <laughs> Not as romantic as it seems on shows. <laughs> but I'm bucket. telling you. Oh, man. All right. Butt bucket does, man. All right. In or out on Wonder Woman? In. I'm way in on Wonder Woman. Uh, Are you in on old Wonder Woman or are you in on the one that just recently with Gal Gadot? Yes. Which one? (laughs) (laughs) Both. Yes. (laughs) All right. I I can't wait for the new Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for it. I'm glad you are. And the reason why I bring it up is because Patty Jenkins was the director that was mentioned. Okay. I'm trying to figure out what I missed in this episode. Okay. Uh, In or out on walking on the red carpet? Mm, Walking? Yeah. Well, what, what, you got to run down the red carpet? You do got to walk. You got to jog? You got to walk and stop. You got to drive on the red carpet? I mean, I'm down. You got to roll a blade on the red I'm, carpet? I'm totes down. I'm totes down. <laughs> All right. Uh, in or out on Helen Marin. In. I'm in on Helen Marin yeah. too. She's yeah. cool. She's a bad, she can be a badass. Like in, in the uh, Fast and the Furious movies, yeah. total badass. Mm. Total badass. She's yeah, great. Yeah, I watch those all the time. Uh, in or out on... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, Blake, I'll, I'll take you for your word for it. Uh, in or out on art galleries? In. I'm in on art galleries. Not with kids, but in. Yeah, out, out with kids, in by myself or with my bride. That way we get to stare at art and she's like, so what do you think? And I get to pretend like I know what I'm talking about. You know what I really love though? What's who that? who whose New York adventure would you have chosen out of those ones? So we had the Natural History Museum. Nope. We had having tea, uh, fancy like Eloise nope. at the um what was what was Kevin's? Was he eating no, what was his home alone like with the one thing he wanted to do? Oh, uh, wasn't was the like was, four thousand dollars in room service? No, it was something it, else. It was um, was it a carriage ride in Central Park? No, because that's what inspired Jack. No, that was Jack's. No, it was. I can't remember what it was. But now. he said it was because of Home Alone. He's yes. watched it so many times. Yes. What was it? Oh God, what was it? That's gonna bother me. I can't remember it now. Or Rebecca's. Um, I I oh, probably go to the big toy store. Our oh yes, on Facebook yeah, 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 yeah. Know. Yes, okay, that's okay, what. So it was. which ones? Which one would you do? Um. Oh, that's a good question. It would be tied. I between, should write the in and outs. It'd be a, it, it would be, it'd be a tie between Jack and Kevin. I kind of like the carriage ride through Central Park idea. That's that's a fun idea. Butt bucket. <laughs> All right, uh, in or out? Okay, so I know you're in on Home Alone too. You didn't ask me which one I wanted. Oh, sorry. What did you want? Guess. Uh, the. <laughs> Natural History Museum. Totally. Of course. Oh my God. Once I saw those taxidermy animals in like, in their perfect setting. Oh, I've been wanting to go back to the Peabody Museum because the amount of taxidermy oh, birds is God. out of control and reason I freak out about the birds of prey. Yeah. No, thank you. Mm, okay, continue. No. All right. So I know you're in on Home Alone too. I know you are. Yes. So this is going to be like a, a kind of sub in or out. In or out on Home Alone 2 being better than the first Home Alone. Out. 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 OG is the way to go. Uh, if you had to choose, yeah. If hmm, hmm. What? I'm trying to. I'm trying to get you to say you're in on Home Alone two somehow. I'm not. I do not like Home Alone two, nor do I like Home Alone three. I just like the original. Uh, Home, Home Alone, Alone three 1. doesn't even exist. That, that's that's. They it's actually got a Home kid. Alone four. Yeah, too. all set. I'm I'm out on all the other Home Alones. Home Alone one and two are good. Okay. That's nice. The one that the lady with all the birds and yes, the poop. Blake, and then like the creepy toy store guy. Trust me, Home Alone Two is just so unfathomably like wrong and just wouldn't have happened. You don't lose your kid a second time, and in New York, and spend all that money on room service. Where's Home Alone One? You can <laughs> could happen. I can make an argument. <laughs> all right. Uh, lastly, uh, in or out on sequence dresses. Hmm. So the problem with sequins <laughs> is when you move your arms and it's like a long sleeve, the sequins get really stuck. Or if it's sequin pants, they can get really stuck. Some like high class. So I, re- I bet Rebecca's dress. I mean, Kevin had several brought to the uh, to the uh, presidential suite yes. at the park. Oh, hotel. by the way, the presidential suite. Yeah, at the plaza. At the, yeah, at the plaza. Like, what am I saying? Yeah. What are we? Do you know how much money that is? I don't even... That's like a year's worth of salary for me. And he just was like, what else? I mean, not what else. He wants to make sure his mom felt special. Did you get a little creepy vibe as he walks her into the hotel? And I was like, are you trying to pretty woman her? No, I didn't get that. He just wants, I know he wants he's, to feel I know. Good. I know he's not... Guys, in case anyone's like, ew, Mary. You know Mickey ain't doing any of that stuff. No, I know. I know. It just was like, Kevin, why are you trying to impress so much? But on the flip side, I get it. Yep. YOLO. Yeah, Yolo. no, that, that, I wasn't. I wasn't creeped out at all. You know what it I is? Was, it Someone it. talked about Pretty Women to me, and I had to talk about how I hate that movie and how much you like it, and how. Nope. No, please God, please, no. Nope. No. It's the worst. no, it's perfect. No, no it's not. Blake. It's, it, it's a great no! film. It's the worst. It's a great film. Debate <laughs> <laughs> this um, later. All right. So uh, one last one. Oh my God! In how out, long is this? In or out on fancy <laughs> hotels, like super fancy plaza style hotels. I've never been to one. Mm, yeah i've never taken you to a super fancy hotel yeah you know where you have taken me (laughs) (laughs) what's that pennsylvania avenue hotel the pen oh my god guys hotel don't 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 hotel pennsylvania that's what it was he took me there during the comic con weekend (laughs) it was like a nightmare Oh. It was. I was honest to God. If you've watched the animated movie Hotel Transylvania, I was the human that walked in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but 
between oh. that and then the hotel that you took us when we went to go to Tanglewood in the Berkshires. Uh, that and was, I was so by excited. The way, by the way, it wasn't a hotel. Oh. It was a motel. <laughs> 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 or do you remember when we went to go see the Lost Reunion concert? We shared an, Air, <laughs> an Airbnb. With another with like With like... <laughs> God, Blake, that was definitely the worst. Blake was like, let's do this crazy thing and fly across the country for 24 hours to go see uh, Michael Cicchino and the Lost Reunion concert. I'll get us an Airbnb. It's going to be so romantic. First and foremost, I hate traveling. Okay. I need some time to digest. We flew 12 to- hours and 24 hours total. Oh, my God. And then we had to sleep in an Airbnb with another couple. <laughs> well, they had their own room. It was like a college dorm room. That's what it was like. They, it, it was like we yep. had a common room and then we each had People our own People have pictured it. They, yep. That we weren't sleeping next to these two weirdos. <laughs> they were in their own pod. Let's go. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> All right. Uh, you ready for hot takes? You got any? No. I do. All right. So I just have to say this. I am officially doubling down on my take. I'm double down. I'm double taking here, okay? Double downing. I am take bunkered, okay? That that's this is it. Okay, you could throw bombs at me and nothing ain't gonna happen. Cassidy is the fiance. Cassidy is the baby mama. Okay. Garen fracking teed, guaranteed. Okay. Because Kevin's gonna go home and he's gonna be like, you know what? I'm just not gonna waste any more time anymore. I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm My gonna mom stop told me to YOLO, time. and I'm gonna. I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna say next time anymore. I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna see Cassidy, and I'm gonna tell her how I feel because I went. I went back to uh, to uh, uh, Sophie. Vir- Sophie, you know, Virgin River girl, <laughs> and she made me realize. Yeah, man, I, 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 I love Cassidy. And no, she didn't make him realize that. No, no, but she, he he realized that he had to earn the stuff and he had to earn the relationship. I'm telling you, it's Cassidy. I am take bunkered. I am 50 feet down below the earth grade on this one. It is absolutely Cassidy. If it's not Cassidy, then Cassidy was pointless. Yes. I would say, yes, I would say that she was pointless. Agreed. Yes, she was pointless. Okay. So that's that. All right. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Final thoughts uh, for this. I hope the actress never listens to my podcast. I, I, I don't think that she po- does. Pointless. Then, then you're just your whole existence pointless. Um any final thoughts for this episode? That's it. Nothing? That's it. That's it. All we got. All right, you ready to close this out? Yes, I am. All right, let's uh let's do it. Tom gets your plane right on time. I know you're part of we want to thank everyone who's taken the time to go on their phones, pull up their podcast app, search This Is Us Too, and leave us a written review. There are so many people in this world who watch the show, This Is Us. And if you are watching us right now on Facebook, even um, hitting that share button, or if you're on any social media, screen kind of grabbing when you're listening to this podcast and sharing it in your stories, letting other people know about this podcast is honestly the best way for new people to find us. Podcasts are mostly found out about from word of mouth so leaving a review is another great way for people to learn about us we want to thank Moneyball1 who said can't wait to hear your take I watch This Is Us by myself the family isn't really into it so I wait to watch the episodes until I know Mary and Blake have dropped their podcast I feel like they're friends I feel like friends that laugh and cry with me thanks guys and Moneyball1 also wants to say that they love Outlander as well oh wow thank you speaking of that go to maryandblake.com to check out all of our podcasts that we have, you can check out Outlander Cast, the one that Moneyball just talked about. You can talk about, uh, or you can check out our Game of Thrones podcast, our Gilmore Girls podcast, our podcast about The Crown, our podcast about Hamilton, our podcast about parenting called ParentCast. You can even check out Mary's podcast called Minute with Mary. Man, we got so many things happening. We even have a blog series about The Handmaid's Tale that I'm writing. Uh, it's it's a slow go, I'm not gonna lie, but I'm getting there. We, we don't have to get back uh, uh, in The Handmaid's Tale until fall of 2020, so that's where I'm at with that. And uh, make sure you check us out too on all the social media that there is. Just look up 
Mary and Blake. That's right. So once again, I know I've already said it, but just know that anything you can do to share this podcast means so, so much to us. Um, it really makes a huge, huge difference. And uh, there's going to be a lot of people binge watching television for the next week or two or yes. the foreseeable future. <laughs> and this, of course, is a great show for people to watch. And so if this podcast has brought joy to your life, please feel free to share it and let other people know about it as well. I just want to say uh, some of our commenters here on Facebook uh, Live are saying that the music this season has been A+. I agree. The music this season has been better than in years past. It's been incredible. Uh, they've the, the, the music supervisor, whoever you are, you, 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 you should get an outstanding. You should get an outstanding. <laughs> Maybe next time I'll give you an outstanding. All right. So on that note, I'm Mary. My name's Blake. And this is Us Too. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.